0: And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds.
0: conceding a 93rd-minute winner in the North. This is Blue Monday. Designer. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering all things Ipswich Town since 2015. My name is Mikey Penty-Smith and joining me tonight to look back on last night's game at Burnley uh, Seb Brown, who was there, and David Diamond, who, like me, was listening on Radio Suffolk. How are you both? How was your trip
2: to Burnley, Seb? It was all right. Thank you, mate. I'm thawed out. I'm just keeping my eye on the comments for mullet to, I assume, unleash a tirade of abuse at you for the uh, the anti-Northern opening that you just delivered. But no, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was all right last night. Thank you. It was good. Excellent stuff.
0: And Dave, yeah, a, a refreshing listen. Yeah,
3: it was, Yeah. Old school. I mean, we, we all know the uh, the Brenner and Alex Maffey partnership isn't necessarily the most successful partnership, but um, and and ultimately, spoiler alert, so it proved. But no, it was um, certainly a lot more positive than um, than I have heard it over recent seasons. That's for sure.
0: And I'm going to come out and say this straight away. So tonight is very much looking back on the Burnley game and discussing, <laughs> obviously, Ipswich in general. There is another show in 24 hours time, isn't there, Seb?
2: <laughs> there is, yeah. The, the pre-match show will be live this week, tomorrow night. We can't do Friday because I'm travelling back. So right. this time, same time, tomorrow night, same channel. The socials will get updated tomorrow. So for the Shefford Wednesday preview, 8pm tomorrow night with me and Rick. So we'll have to be on our best behaviour and not mention he it. Said it. He said
3: yes right. He said the yes word. I can't believe it. He said it. He said it.
0: It's like the Blue Monday swear jar. So yeah, um, <laughs> please do join in with uh, your questions. And where possible, try and avoid too much, too many, too much conversation on Saturday's game, because like I said, we're going to be back tomorrow. What a treat for you all. Two blue Mondays in, in <coughs> the space of twenty-four hours. It's almost unprecedented, isn't it,
3: Dave? But not quite. Not quite, but yeah, almost. Yeah. It's something to something to behold. A real treat, as you said. And let's say hello to some of the
0: some of the guys that have joined us in the chat. Charlie D, always so punctual, isn't he, Seb Charlie D. Tony Miller, good turnout of the turf last night, you noisy buggers. And well played. Up the Clarets. Yeah, good uh, nice luck one. in the in the next round, Tony. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. for kind words. I think yeah. there's a lot of good feeling between the between the two clubs, isn't there? After two decent cup ties by all accounts. Uh, Gary Gary hasman is here. Evening, folks. Mullet, I did bring up his comment first, um, as a peace offering. Watch your lads. Keep away days, Northern. Burnley's a good away day, isn't it, Seb?
2: It is, yeah. It's one of my favorite ones. Although it, the, the stadium's had a bit of work since I was there last time. Yeah. When I was there last time, it was wooden seats in the away end. It's like Goodison Park, but that had all been upgraded, and it's got lovely new LED screens all over the place. If you're an LED lighting company in Burnley, and you get the uh-huh. contract for Turf Moor, you, you're made for life. It was very, very different. Uh, six, seven years ago, I think I was there last. It's all corners have been filled in, and yeah, it looks absolutely astounding, and it's a, it's a nice ground I went to the fan zone first. I had a, a mate there who's a season ticket holder at Burnley. So I met him in the fan zone. Jim from the Telegram group came with us. And yeah, really, really nice people. Very welcoming in a really, really good way, to, uh, way day. Yeah, and really good
0: acoustics as well, Seb
2: the atmosphere was was great yeah the the, the, the it's yeah. what the north stand should be shouldn't it, it holds the sound in there in that mm-hmm. that roof and it helps that we've got a load of burnley fans to the left of us as well in the same stand so you've kind of got that interaction between the two sides but a great following for a tuesday night it has to be said i've not seen what the uh, away attendance was but i think it must have been about a thousand or so and yeah from from Minute one and forty-five seconds. Uh, the, the atmosphere was brilliant and didn't stop all evening. And it was, yeah, very different to what people were saying. It was like at Cambridge on the terrace. It was a, a, a great atmosphere and a really, really good night. What was um, so there was what thousand 11, 11, was it
3: there last night? What is the ground actually? What's the capacity now? It's what, Twenty-two thousand, so it's half
0: yeah. full. But it's a big yeah. old stand. I'd be interested to know what yeah. the difference it, in capacity is from that that stand behind the goal and the Bobby Robson stand. But there we are. Bobby Robson stand does look nice, doesn't it? Even if it isn't the best for atmosphere, or maybe we're just fixating on it and making excuses. Uh Michael Warner, good morning all from Brisbane. A cool 22 oh. degrees at the moment, but expected 35 today. Ish. Um yeah, I mean the weather's been great here um last couple of days. It's been cold but but blue skies. Romeo's here, Eric Clapton, Justin Rose, Pebble Beach, yeah, brilliant, brilliant sure. results. For... Fantastic team back, yeah. And Neil Perks is here, Tony Miller says, you're welcome, and he says, in our end, still wooden seats, so there we go. <laughs> and uh, Mullet says that Turf Mall's had more work than Jackie Stallone since we last <laughs> went, it's... Not sure I would know that that reference, but that might be my ignorance rather than my my lack of years. Um, so before we get into the um, Burnley chat, um, there is one little bit of news that doesn't directly affect us, but that is that the Plymouth goalkeeper Michael Cooper has suffered a season-ending knee injury. Now, Dave, we wouldn't wish that type of injury on anyone, and this Not is at all. this is undoubtedly a blow for Plymouth and subsequently. Might be good news for us.
3: Yeah, look, it's terrible for the lad. I mean, he is yeah, he is young. I, I didn't realise he was that young. He's like twenty three, isn't he? It's terrible. You know, he has been the standout. Probably ultimately now, obviously Wick has gone back to Swansea. He's probably been their standout player. Um, absolutely. What what a season he's had. Probably well started before then, but you know, you recall the ridiculous save he made from Walton's header right in the last minute of our of our game up there. And he's just been so consistent right right the way through. So. Yeah, you know, really unfortunate. Won't want to wish it on anyone, but for the other promotion-seeking sides, yeah, it's a, it's a plus because he'll be a he will be a big miss for Plymouth.
0: Arguably the best goalkeeper in the division this year. Oh, sir.
3: I think
2: without without I question, think so. without yeah. question. And yeah. all the stats back that I've done. There I don't know, was he yeah. saves it, twelve or thirteen goals that he should have conceded. Yeah, you know he's way out ahead of everybody else. Like Dave said, you'd never wish injury on no, you know, on anybody. And if they do go up, having lost him and Whitaker, I think Rich put it in the Telegram last night. They will have really deserved it, won't oh. they? Because they've got a few injuries mounting up. I think Dan Scar, the centre back, Scar of course, went off about, as well. Ennis, I yeah. think, is out as well. So you know they're uh, yeah they've they've lost a few key players recently, and uh, hopefully we'll just we'll really take advantage.
3: It was a really innocuous one as well. He's just challenging for the ball, jump for the ball, and just, just as you see with these things, they often are innocuous, just landed, and his legs seem to sort of just just landed you know, awkwardly at an angle, and his legs just seemed to, to give. I think it's a, it is it's an ACL. It's so like an eight-month job, isn't it, potentially? Just, we
0: thought our Saturday was disastrous, didn't sure. we? Drawing yeah. at Cambridge, Plymouth <laughs> losing against a, a rival, albeit narrowly, but, yeah, losing a, a really crucial part of that team as well. Um, but, yeah, we wish we wish him well. No, Eric absolutely. Patterson great just keeper. said that uh, Patterson hamstring as well. I'm guessing that's Callum Patterson, the Sheffield Wednesday utility player. He scored, big... didn't he? he? scored the winner, didn't he? I think.
2: Mm. On Yeah, he got an early goal, didn't he, against the weekend. Scored the winner. Yeah.
0: And Mullet says, Speaking of injuries, Luco and Lee look great since coming back. Absolutely. And that brings us nicely on to... The Burnley game and the no real shocks um in the team news was there, said for that one. Quite a lot of changes. I suppose the the main shock was that our captain was still picked. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we were umming and auring, weren't we? In the, in the day, in the match day chat about suspensions, because he has been booked twice. But apparently, if one of the in the FA Cup, apparently if one of them is before the third round, it's it's wiped. Apparently, so that's why he was able to able to play. And I guess we all kind of expected Luongo might get a, his first start since coming back, because we knew Evans was going to be missing. But he's got a knock. It came out in the post match that that McKenna said, and obviously Morsey was the surprise alongside Humphreys. Apart from that. I think most of it was what we had predicted. I like the Wolfenden and Edmondson partnership again. I still think they are our best central defensive partnership, so it's a good chance to give them a bit of a uh, a bit of run-out before the, the crunch game at the weekend. And the rest of it picks itself. You know, Clacky's like the cup goalkeeper. Hurst, a good chance to get more minutes into him. And the likes of Aluko, Harness, Jackson, Lee, you know, you can top them up with with minutes. So I have to say, I saw it a bit more as a back three at the very start. I kind of thought it was more similar to what we played for the kind of the second half of last season and the first maybe dozen or so games of this season, I saw it as denastian as the kind of the right centre back, and Jackson and Lee were the up and down up the wings. But but in the game, it did evolve and go back to kind of a uh, back to a back four that we've seen more recently.
0: David, always a treat to see a Luka. Although obviously we didn't get to watch him last night. David, no. always great to have his name on the team sheet, isn't it?
3: Yeah, he's just he's just different different class, isn't he? Albeit in preps only in short bursts. Um, at, at the moment, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get to our goal. It's just a thing of <laughs> beauty, wasn't it? It's just ridiculous. It was indeed,
0: and some pretty big hitters in this Burnley team. Although yeah. they made a lot of changes as well, some uh, just a quite a bit of Premier League experience in there, yeah, a lot.
3: and and a lot of classy EFL players as well. Yeah, very very strong, and I think they made was it seven changes from there. Their win at um win at Norwich, I think. I think they said seven changes. So um, yeah, still you know, looking through that side. Yeah, still a still a very very good side. Very much
0: so, and they certainly looked the part in the first couple of minutes, didn't they, Seb? You must have been anticipating a long old night.
2: We were, yeah. The atmosphere was brilliant, has to be said. And within, I think it was 45, 40 seconds, fifty seconds, we were one nil down the uh it's 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 a bit easy for them this goal to be honest with you we kind of get turned over in the middle of the pitch and Danasian's out of position and it's Matson, the young left back i think he's on loan from chelsea he went bombing down the wing and played in lyle foster the eight or it ten million pounds striker they signed before the uh before the third round game edmondson commits and forces him to kind of delay his shot i thought Donassian just got a foot in but it just yeah. rolls across the six line box to to tell her who's there to lash the ball into the top of the uh into the top of the net and yeah 45 seconds on the clock I think everyone in our row kind of went oh no this could be a long night because we'd all seen what Chris Sutton had put 5-0 in the you know the BBC predictions and we'd all been thinking I'll be honest I thought Burnley by a couple of goals last night and my mate who was there when we saw the side he said oh it's a bit stronger than I was expecting and I was kind of thinking oh no here we go this could be a a very long evening and yeah they carved us apart and it was yeah a very very lively start.
3: It's quite poor from Wolfenden there. Cause it starts with like just a hoof from their half. And Wolfenden sort of gets the ball down easy enough, controls it, and then just gives the ball away cheaply. I know he's perhaps caught cold. His 50 seconds in, but he gives the ball away cheaply. And I think it's a cork who then just gets possession, plays it forward. But yeah, it's a good break. And I think Seb's right. I think Danassian does get a bit on that, but yeah. it just falls perfectly for Teller, doesn't it? Indeed. and uh, Tony, well... Probably a
0: first-time listener on Blue Monday, unless unless um yeah I've, well yeah. have we
3: played Burnley in the Blue Monday era aside from the first first round. Uh, I reckon we have must we must have done in in the early seasons of Blue yeah must have done early, early Blue Monday. Surely. It's like they were yeah. in the
0: Premier League forever though doesn't didn't Probably. it? But yeah, he says he thought he was going to be able to go home early after forty-five seconds, did. but we came back very well. We did, didn't we, Seb? It was a really in, incisive move fantastic play um, from Maluko and just good decision making from Jackson
2: it was the play from a was absolutely fantastic. That first half he was on it. My mate was in the uh, the Burnley end text me and said, When did Shawnee Aluko become prime or Messi? You know, he was just mm-hmm. the, the ball control, the 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 close control, the touches, the awareness were absolutely superb. So yeah, the Dunassians breaking in the in the right hand, Channel plays it into a who I think it's Jack Cork, he just slips past him, you know, takes a touch, knocks it past him. And then the ball, the weight of the pass to pick out Jackson's run down the right channel, takes out three or four players. Jackson's in behind. You're not going to catch. him. We know how quick he is. He's got goal side of uh, of Madsen, and he yeah puts it across. And is it an own goal? Is it come off Hurst? Who cares? Mm. It doesn't matter. We go absolutely crazy. George Hurst is off the mark, and yeah, an absolutely brilliant instant reply. And yeah, the, the atmosphere goes up another level. But that goal is all made by Aluko, and his his touch and his awareness, and his just absolute quality. That that ball played through to Jackson to run onto mm. was absolutely perfect.
3: Yeah,
0: Dave, just... Dave's shaking his head every time he talks.
3: Well, about Well, honestly, it was. <laughs> you, you look at. I've, I've watched it back three or four times, and it's just a sublime bit of skill. the The bit of skill just to 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 give Cork the slip is good enough because he does it first time. It sort of gets it out of his feet, out of the outside of his foot, and just the way of pass. It's who uh, plays ball. Yeah, um, David Silver type pass you know we've seen him mm-hmm. we used to, used to do that all the time for Man City just absolutely unbelievable bit of skill and I think Seb's right obviously we didn't see it but right through the first half Matthew Matthew was saying oh, Luke goes is on a different level to, at times to everyone on the pitch at times but you know sadly he's not three or four years three, or two or three years younger perhaps but um yeah a great um as you say a great repost in um yeah, you'd give it to you give it to Hearst. A little bit dubious, but I think you'd give that to Hurst, probably. I I know
0: I know that Aluko's playing at a lower level with us than what he played at previously, but do you think it might be a case of he's finally getting to play in his best position because in the Maybe. past he was he was quick and skillful so he'd be put out on the wing. But he just looks
3: so classy when he drifts inside for us, doesn't he? <sighs> it's just he really he really does yeah he's he's he's, he's just little cameos uh, Sean our, our, our good friend Sean you know on the on the Telegram group does um every every sort of every game so does the worth the admission money alone and worth the admission fee alone and yeah that was probably the moment last that was night, worth the license fee
2: alone was the it, license
3: dude? fee sorry <laughs> worth the license fee yeah
2: absolutely and there was um, one Mike, bit as well in the, in the first half where it, he picked up the ball in the kind of the touchline in the right-hand right-back position and he kind of just turns his man down the line, knocks him out the game and then does almost like one of those, do you remember the Jermaine Wright spin against Camp in the, oh, the Premier yes. League season? He they does a little one of those away. to beat another yeah. man and it then just way. taps it inside to Morsey. and it, yeah, it, he, was, he was properly on it that first half. He was absolutely different level to anything else on the pitch.
0: Michael Warner says the goal shows that Luka should always start or be on the subs bench. It's a difficult one, really, isn't it? Because Chaplin plays in his position and Chaplin is so productive. And yeah. Luco for all of his class <laughs> and secondary assists, doesn't get enough goals. Maybe it's not fair to see he not get enough assists. He hasn't played enough games this season, really, has he? But maybe just doesn't have the same goal threat that our other players do. But maybe is there a way of Finding a way to accommodate, him, maybe a change in formation. If he plays sort of a little bit deeper, perhaps like he did at Gillingham away last year, for example. Yeah, poss-
3: possibly. I, I mean, I tend to agree. I'd, I'd, I'd always try and shoehorn him in on the in on the bench if he's fit and flying like he was last night. Because he, as Seb correctly said, he just gives you something different, doesn't he?
0: Uh, Gary asks uh, was the Aluko touch as good as when he left Downs for Dead in the oh, yeah. and friendly?"
2: <laughs> I didn't see that one I'll have to bow down to, to, to your knowledge I didn't see that one but it was a yeah it was an absolutely superb moment oh, I'd always have him on the bench as an option because I think yeah. no matter how the game is going he always kind of fits you know if you're looking to hold on and see how to lead, then he's the player that can put his foot on the ball and, you know, you know you can give him the ball in tight spaces and he's gonna control it, he's gonna keep it, he's gonna, you know, play a simple ball. And equally if you're looking to, you know, push and 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 get a winner, then he is capable of those through balls that we saw last night. So for me he ticks the boxes to always be a bench option because he, you know, he is a he is a game changer. I think he's an absolute class above.
0: He did have one game this season when he came on and he wasn't very good yeah fairly recently but i can't remember what game that was might yeah,
3: have been yeah. i think i think you're right yeah the ball was the, but i think you're right cuz who i sit with we're commenting the actually his first touch wasn't there the ball was bouncing off mm. him and stuff i think what's going on but yeah maybe um well we'll get to it after but maybe perhaps an outside bet for a start on saturday maybe and we we've got a blue monday
0: Historian our midst here, James Roddick says we played Burnley second game of the season it, in August two thousand fifteen. Probably the third episode. There you go, the... James.
3: I thought we did. I thought we did. Did we? Did we win two nil, James?
2: I think did we, we did. I think yeah. I think my did. McGold yeah, that was a was we Tuesday. Won four... Tuesday, was Tuesday a night, wasn't it? We
3: won four straight, in, including that Millwall. Um, including that Millwall win, I think wasn't it? I think yeah, it was. Pretty sure. Pretty sure, Kieran Trippier might have been playing for Burnley as well, but I might have got the go. years wrong. Possibly, did he amount to anything? <laughs> really, did he bug it off to Spain? Disappeared, didn't he? <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> uh, Paul M says Luca wasn't great at Oxford, but the game didn't suit his style. I think maybe, maybe, that, maybe was, that was the yeah. one. I think there might have been a home game in there yeah, as well. Maybe. Um, so yeah, let's get into the, the rest of the first half. We've only covered the first couple of minutes yeah. there, haven't we? Um, so we more more than hold our own for the rest of that first half. Um, a speculative effort from Greg Lee sails over the crossbar. Harness has a decent shot saved by Peacock Farrell. Um, all told, a fantastic first half, Seb. There was a couple of half chances for Burnley as well. But what a reaction, not only to that early goal, but a reaction to Saturday's really poor performance.
2: Yeah it it was you know at half time. after 45 seconds we're all fearing the worst but we get ourselves back into the game and we were the better side I think in that first half I don't think many Burnley fans would would dispute that you know we went toe to toe with them some of our patterns of play were excellent the one that resulted in that harness effort where he kind of drills it from the right hand side of the uh, of the D was a great passage of play Lee gets forward and, and he finds Hurst Hurst lays it off some really really good centre forward play from Hurst last night big and strong and holding the ball up and getting others in and around him and it was exactly what we needed after the weekend. You know, I know there was some debate going into the game about it being a bit of a pain because some people wanted a free week of training up until the Wednesday game. And was this game a distraction? If we got battered, was it going to be a further knock to the confidence? But I think that first half, you know, really got the Cambridge result out of our system. The away end was superb. There was, you know, very, I think proud was probably the, the overall feeling at half-time because we had gone toe-to-toe with, you know, a side that are 20 points clear of third in the championship and who are going to be back in the Premier League in, in you know, a matter of a matter of weeks and, and yeah, a really, really good first half performance that, that you know, gave us great hope going to the second half. And yeah, fantastic night. Really, really good first half. Indeed,
0: positive stuff. James Ruddick says, yeah, you were right by the way McGoldrick and Sears mm. scored on that Tuesday night. Apparently it was a Beautiful Tuesday night as well. So, yeah, that's one to remember uh, up in Burnley. Um, Haladki back in the team made a decent save early in the second half with Teller striking a powerful cross shot, similar to the Greg Lee, one but from the other side. Um, Our best chance of the second half comes soon after on the counter-attack. Now, this is a really nice move again. Humphreys plays the ball up to Harness, who does a nice little half-turn control, but gets taken down but the ball falls perfectly for Greg Lee and he's so positive he just drives forward um and Jackson again his movement is good and his touch is good as well when Lee cuts it across to him but he can't he's on his left foot doesn't get loads of direction on that shot Dave but a decent effort from Jackson good good centre forward play i know he wasn't in great centre forward really position. great centre forward
3: play cuz his first touch gets him gets, gets him the opportunity his first touch has to be right there and lee actually pings it in doesn't he really mm. good centre forward play and i think yeah he gets a good strike on it. it's quite power, quite powered, but obviously hits it to, um Peacock Farrell's near post where if he could get his foot around it and go, go across him, perhaps there's a better chance of scoring. But pretty much does everything. I wouldn't criticise him for that. Pretty much does everything
2: right there. And to be fair, Seb, a half-decent save, actually. It was quite low down, wasn't it? it was yeah that was that was the moment because burnley pl- came out of the blocks we kind of thought company's going to get into them here at halftime and they came out of the blocks pretty well in that fir- in, in the first kind of 15 20 minutes of the second half we were hanging on a little bit you know they were really starting to gain a bit of momentum and that that came on the break and yeah leasing acres of space and Hurst made a really good run to the far post i kind of thought he was going to play it early but jackson's there that touch takes him away from charlie taylor and I think he does pretty much most things right there. You know, I guess you could criticize him, maybe go across the keeper, but he's done everything right. And it, I think it was a good save to be honest with you. And that was that was the moment, wasn't it? That was the the chance whereby if we'd if we'd gone two one up there, having weathered the storm from them in the first 15, 20 minutes of that second half, then I think we would have gone on to to, to win the game because their heads would have kind of dropped a little bit. But that's football, I guess. You know, I, I don't really criticize him there. I think he did everything right. Gets the shot off, and it's just a good save from from Peacock Farrell
0: yeah if it was on his right side and he hits it at the goalkeeper maybe we there could be a criticism but it's on his yeah. weaker foot and the and the yeah. as you say dave he creates the chance for himself with that fantastic touch um, really
3: good really good and and you know from what I, you know seb obviously are there but certainly from the radio commentary last night um well there you go um he um seemingly had again had another you know jackson had another good game you know um again you know up- willing unselfish running and um yeah, generally, generally a very yeah, a really good game again.
2: He was yeah, superb. That's, that's he really a, was in that. Sorry, monkey.
0: I was just saying that. That's a comment from Jose for those listening. Said that Jackson has been classed the last two games he's played.
2: He was great in that inside right in kind of the Wes Burns role. He was an outlet all game. And then it was quite obvious when, when Charlie Taylor had the ball, we were sort of standing off a little bit. And then when the ball went over to the right of the Burnley's defense, that kind of triggered the press and straight away you had, you know, the front four, Aluko, Harness, Jackson and Hurst were pressing so well. And Jackson's pace was such an outlet all game. And it was noticeable that when he went, when he got knackered in the second half, he kind of went down with a bit of an injury. Then he kind of played on for a little bit longer but he was clearly starting to run out of steam that's when we kind of started to get penned back a little bit and yeah i thought he was absolutely superb for the time he was on the pitch a great outlet and he's kind of found himself a role there hasn't he in that in that sort of wes burns replacement i mean the 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 pace obviously terrifies terrifies players and yeah i just I, i really like him when he's running that inside channel because on the whole his decision making like we saw for the goal is tends to be pretty decent Away
0: days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times. delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds.
0: Nice. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely more suited to playing against the the more possession-based teams, isn't he, where we play a little bit yeah. more on the counter-attack. I know he had a, he had a really good yeah. game away at Sheffield Wednesday as well, didn't he? And he's, he's done he well did. twice yeah. against Burnley, who, a good footballing yeah. team. Um, Chaplin, Nadapa and Broadhead uh, then come on for Harness, Aluko and Hurst. Um, I think, fair to say, a strong performance, small three of those
2: yeah they were all outstanding i thought they just noticeably tired you know i think from about the 55th minute aluko was kind of done jackson like i say went down he got a bit of a kick in the first half and went down and then he went down for some treatment in the second half and they just their race was run, you know, and then, and then I thought that was, you know, that's the probably one of the best compliments we can have is that at the same time as we bought on those three yeah. companies bringing on like Josh Brown and stuff, you know, first yeah. team players in the championship coming on, on to try and yeah, Goodmanson comes on to try probably, and win the game. Yeah. Ashley Barnes comes. on. I know he's not featured that much from this season, but you know, these are established players who played in the premier league for so long and he's having to bring them on to get the job done, which I thought was a, you know, a real great testament to our performance.
0: Hmm. Well, the, all those three players, I think were involved beating, Manchester United at home only a year ago, say.
3: So. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think not, so. Not really um, sure what,
0: what point I'm making there, but... I mean, is
3: um, it is, is it fair to say that what came over on the commentary, though, Seb, is fair to say that put Ladapo to one side, but Chaplin and Broadhead didn't have any effect on the game at all, did they?
2: No, not really. No, it noticeably dropped. I mean, Hurst's centre forward play was outstanding for the however long mm. he was on the pitch for. You know, so strong holding the ball up, and we did lose a bit of that when when he went off as well. But yeah, Chaplin, I think barely got a touch or so. Broadhead did some decent running with the ball, but but yeah, the the, the outstanding ones were the were, yeah, the, kind were of the three that went
3: off. Both were very quiet at Cambridge, really quiet. Chaplin especially was really quiet at Cambridge. Not yeah, just not not nowhere near the levels he has been. And yeah, Broadhead was a bit well, just didn't feature, really. Just didn't, didn't didn't, hardly ever landed on the on the ball at Cambridge, to be fair. But, yeah,
2: let's just hope it's a sort of slight blip for Chaplin because he's been superb, hasn't he? He does seem to do that, doesn't he? Do you remember, was it September he wins like the player of the yeah, month? And did. then I think he went, was it 10 games did. without scoring? And then suddenly in December, he's they firing again. So he's one of those Stats, players, yeah. isn't he? That, yeah, he is one of those players yeah. that kind of peaks and troughs. Him, yeah, you wouldn't
3: call him streaky, would you? But, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean, yeah. Maybe wouldn't be a
0: huge shock to see one or yeah, probably wouldn't be a huge shock to see one of them um drop out on Saturday. But that is something that to be discussed tomorrow <laughs> night, Seb, in your pre match show. Tomorrow <laughs> night live on the Blue Monday YouTube channel at eight o'clock <laughs> alongside God. Richard Woodward. Um <laughs> so yeah, Goodmanson, as we mentioned, came off the bench, has a couple of decent efforts. One well blocked by by De Nassien, another one saved by Ladkey. Carl Edwards then comes on for Jackson. Really good night for for Jackson. But by this stage, sounds like we're clinging on. And in injury time, Seb, our dreams are dashed.
2: Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's, we, we're kind of falling deeper and deeper once the subs were made, and yeah, I, I think it's a foul on Wolfenden. You know, Barnes kind of leads with his arm, and he he wins the flick on. Ashley Barnes is so experienced, isn't he? And so, you know, he's he's played at the top level for so many years. A bit of experience backing in could Wolfenden be stronger? Maybe if that's a, a yeah. Burgess or an Edmondson, then you fancy them probably to go toe to toe. But but yeah, the flick on goes through and tell us they're in the right place at the right time in the 94th minute to slam the ball home and. Whilst we're all very disappointed to be going out the cup we're all very proud and I'll be honest I was freezing at that point so I wasn't too disappointed <laughs> that there wasn't going to be another 30 minutes of the uh, of the game. Yeah Eric says there was it a foul I-, I thought it was in real time. I've watched it back he does kind of go with his arm but I think our center back needs to be stronger personally. Yeah, I mate, want you know the center back to, to to stand up to him and, and, and clear that. If that's Burgess I think he just you know he's brave stands up to him and he clears the ball. I just think Wolfen got done a little bit there.
3: Yeah, not for that. Look, I think Wolfson's fantastic, had a fantastic season. Ex, just an excellent footballer, but it's not the first time he's been found wanting in those situations this season either. I think you're right. I think there's certainly contact there, but it's a bit too easy. Looks a bit too easy to me. Good finish Alex, by Teller, isn't it? He gets across. Great Really finish. good finish. He gets across. He gets across Donassin. Is Donassin ball watching maybe a bit? I'm not sure. But he gets across him, and it's a really good finish. And again, ckey's got no chance with that as he a great yeah, finish, no, actually.
2: no chance yeah. one thing about Flackey as well that's the first time I've seen him since when he was you know the first with under Paul Cook last year and with the ball at his feet he's absolutely superb and no time yeah. do you, even when he's pinging it you know left and right in the area to Edmondson and Wolfenden, and the people are closing in at no point do you kind of feel you know nervous or apprehensive about <laughs> what's about to happen so he's uh, yeah he's, he's come on leaps and bounds since I last saw him I thought that was a really 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 good performance from him again.
0: Mullet says you're a wuss, Seb. We'll move on I'm from the wuss. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tony Miller says, I couldn't understand... Oh, maybe maybe he's saying it about Wolfenden, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, in reference to you being cold. It um, probably is. Um, Tony Miller says he couldn't understand why we seemed to time waste as we were knackered. Another 30 minutes wouldn't have been any good for us. <laughs> it's funny how teams do that in cup games, isn't it? It's, it's, he's totally right, but I guess we probably were just trying to take the sting out of the game a little bit and didn't really quite have the the energy to to try and score. They probably just wanted to regroup, get some energy drinks and gels on board, and then and then go for it again.
3: I mean, put 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 that in perspective. Just an answer, to Tony. You know, what a, what an absolute dream season they're having, as you said. What almost twenty points clear of third, Fleetwood at home in the fifth round of the cup. Yeah. <laughs> what a season! Yeah, wow. Enjoy it, mate. Enjoy it.
0: Mullet clarifies definitely. Seb. sounds about right. <laughs> but yeah, what a time to be a Bernie fan. Probably uh, not not expected by by many people. Quite a, a left field appointment of company. Um, not an expert on the Belgian Pro League, but he didn't win anything with Andalex as far as I'm aware. Um, but obviously, a fantastic football brain and and also good I think I think
3: we should I think we should mention. I know it's easy to say after you've <laughs> won, but but. Spoke so well about, about us again. it's, yeah, yeah, it's he's, good. Really good to really good a, to hear that.
2: He's a class act, isn't he? He's a real, real yeah, class yeah. act. You can tell he's you know come through yeah. under Mancini and Pellegrini and Pep, and you know he's got a real touch of class about him in all the post-match stuff, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant.
0: Here's a question from Tom Bradford. Please do keep getting your questions in. Tom asks, "Do you think we're more suited to play on bigger pitches at bigger grounds?" We've got. Darby Barnsley, Bolton and Milton Keynes to play. We seem to struggle at the tighter grounds recently. Um, I don't know if he's missed some of this off or it doesn't show up here. We seem to struggle at the tighter grounds. We might be able to play is how it finishes. But yeah, I guess he means might be able to play better football on those bigger pitches. Do you think there's anything in that, Dave?
3: Possibly. Cambridge is a bit weird. Cambridge is just long. Cambridge has got like another half a pitch behind the goal, <laughs> behind the goal in front of the away fans. I've never seen nothing like it. First first time, well I think I might have gone there years ago for a friendly. I mean, out oh, really really years and years back. But So that was quite bizarre but yeah they're, they're, yeah, no no doubt about it definitely something in that. You know, we like to get the ball, obviously we like to get the ball wide, be it Burns be it Jackson, be it Davis, Lee so yeah, I'd certainly say that there certainly is something in that.
0: And uh. This this mess, this nice message popped up earlier on from Graham Turner, who's a Plymouth fan. He says he loves the show. Uh, that's really nice of you to say, Graham. It's great that we've got a Burnley fan, a Plymouth fan. There's probably a Sheffield Wednesday fan or two in here as well somewhere. And unusually, there's no Darlington fan. But um, he says, Graham says, got, got money on you guys beating Wednesday on Saturday. Good luck. Um, I bet you have. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hopefully we'll be yeah, able to guess- do you a favour.
3: Yeah, I hope so. God, dear.
0: Yeah. Uh, so how would you reflect on the the FA Cup run? I suppose, Seb, this year, maybe way better than expected. Yeah. Um, but maybe no massive highlights either.
2: Oh, I mean, I I think when we look back at it, you know, we've we've kind of rounds one and two were, uh, you know sort of almost almost gimmies, weren't they in the in the opposition that we had to face and you know we were professional about it rather I thought it'd be a decent test to use as a barometer for where we are I think at the time we were probably still second in the league obviously looking to to move up to the championship automatically so I thought that would be a decent test against a you know a side that's that's pretty established and, uh, and you know we effortlessly effortlessly dispatched them and then these two Burnley games I think have been brilliant for the confidence because we have gone toe to toe okay I know they've made some changes and some squad players and some new signings but we've still gone you know toe to toe for 180 minutes against a side that is 20 points clear and is going back to the premier league and we haven't looked out of place and you know i, I still maintain that if we play a, if a side comes to play football against us i don't think many would, would live with us it's the other side of it we need to get right you know where we're struggling to play the kind of the sides that dig in and make it horrible and ugly and look to frustrate us and and yeah i think the, the cup run's been a positive it's nice been nice to have one how many years have we never been in the third round, let alone the fourth round? So maybe a slight missed opportunity given that Fleetwood beat Wednesday last night, and that would have been a home game going into the quarterfinals. But you know, proud across these two these two games against Burnley. I don't think you can take anything but positives from them, to be honest. Yeah,
0: definitely. indeed. And Dave, you, you echo that as well.
3: Probably Yeah, best, absolutely. Best Cup no, I, I really, for yeah, I really do, you know, and it's an F A Cup and you know, over the years, you say the FA Cup's been devalued, and look. Let's face it; we don't really want to see ourselves playing in rounds one and two for much longer. Hopefully, not. But um, look, it's just been nice to win some games and actually get to the fourth round, and look, within a squeak of getting to well, don't Fleetwood at home in the fifth, in the fifth round. So, um, no, I think it's just been a good, been a good experience. Players got some minutes. Players got some minutes. Um, you know, minutes yesterday. Um, so, no, I think it can only be it can only be positive. Hopefully, Touchwood. We haven't picked up any injuries as such from last night. I don't think we had maybe one or two minor knocks by all accounts. But yeah, um, I think I think after certainly last night, after the low that let's face it was Saturday. Generally, especially the first half. Um, I think as Seb said earlier, it was important to put on a really good performance last night. Yes, some of the side will change, no doubt, for Saturday. But yeah, just to get just to get some confidence back, I think because it would it the players look
2: low after Saturday as well. I thought yeah and I, I as, as fans I think we must feel more confident now going into the Wednesday game than if we'd had a free week and Definitely. that Cambridge yeah. game was still in all of our all of our minds you know that it'll is... it, it, it help with the
0: atmosphere as well and things yeah. like that won't it yeah uh Neil Neil Perk says some of the players last night gave McKenna a lot to think about um for this Saturday there's a chance six or seven of last night's could play against Wednesday I get I guess it's probably right over the course of the 90 minutes I'd probably unlikely to be as many as six or so. I suppose there was two... I mean, we, without going done.
3: too far into, into... I think we can, you because know, I think we can gently dwell on it. Probably you, you'd think Wolford and Wolfson and Edmondson will start at the back, wouldn't you, Saturday? I would have thought. Obviously, you'd think Davis would come back in. What about De last night? I mean, again, they, were, they they saying he was very good. on I mean, the like um, On the right, you know... Does he start Saturday and Clark? Maybe Clark on the Clark on the bench Saturday. So yeah, there's some. I mean, personally, you know, just throw this in. Like I said earlier, does a Luco start Saturday? I think I think there's a fair there's a fair shout for that probably after his performance last night.
2: I think it's probably a big ask for him to do two games in quick succession. I mean, possibly, he was he possibly, was he yeah. was goosed at 55 minutes. Yeah. So possibly. I think he'll definitely be on the – but definitely be on the bench there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mark um, Warner says after playing so well, how do you think Lee Humphreys and Jackson will feel if they drop out of the first eleven or possibly the eighteen? I mean, I I mean suppose, yeah, there point. is a Isn't danger that... That, that Lee misses out entirely. In the yeah. squad,
3: I mean it's just ridiculous. It, well, it just shows mm. the just shows the absolute strength of the strength of the squad. Um probably be harsh on Jackson, wouldn't you agree, Seb?
2: definitely yeah but but then we said in the telegram group earlier wes burns is a big game player isn't he you know the winner against pompey the winner against derby scored Mm -hmm. against plymouth he does turn up in the big moments i guess he's a doubt injury wise so if he is if he is out then no issue jackson coming in but If they're both fit, then in the big game environment, you probably do want Burns. Humphries to be an interesting one, won't he? Because presumably Longo was injured. Evans is going to be out. So he might well start again alongside Morsey on on Saturday, I assume, if Longo's out longer term.
3: We haven't touched on that. You know, seemingly all sorts of rumours about Evans, certainly in our Telegram group today. Um, Don't know if that's been confirmed yet, has it? I don't think. Press confirmation. I'm not in any confirmation anywhere, no. No, no. Um, So, yeah, you'd think if... and if Luongo, if has got um got a knock, yeah, I wouldn't have. Well, it's an office choice. I wouldn't have any qualms about putting Humphreys in there alongside, alongside Morsey. What are the rumours about Evans, Dave? Just for yeah, I'm being potentially, a, a, I say a bad one, but you know maybe not just potentially missing Saturday, maybe out for a few. And you you heard about that on the Blue
0: Monday Telegram, didn't you, Dave? Which nice um... segue, nice segue. <laughs> I did, which. Yeah, people can sign up for. They get two weeks free and they can come and see what it's all about. And if, if they enjoy it, then they can join us. All of the information for that is on our website and on our uh, Twitter page. Stephen Beals says, hopefully we can carry the positivity forward for the rest of the season. Yeah, it would be nice if, if this was a season sort of changing week. I guess it could be, couldn't it? I mean, it's, it feels a bit silly off saying that after a draw at Cambridge and then a defeat at Burnley. But, <laughs> but you never know.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully like, like I said the away end was superb last night and it'll be amazing atmosphere on Saturday sold out if we can get a result there then you know sometimes you look back at certain certain seasons certain weeks in a season where you think that's when it all started to change and hopefully we'll have lift off
0: mm. a-, a says yeah. too many were bullied against Cambridge different game um, than playing against Burnley in that case
3: do you worry about Humphreys <sighs> But what's the alternative? You know, what is the alternative? I mean, I've seen mm. again. I've seen mention of sticking Clark in there, which would yeah. be interesting. Which yeah. would be, it certainly gives you that's some. Just, that's not would... really
0: McKenna's style, though, is it? You, you no, can see it certainly, make, certainly would give you some physi- that,
3: but... physicality in there. Goodness me, mm. but. Um, Look, if 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 both the one go and Evans are struggling, then then yeah, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I don't see past Humphreys in there, and he trusts him as well, doesn't he? And I get, I get the thing about physicality, but yeah, you know, these these players, um, I mean, he's shown he can compete. I think he's just got to step up.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Please do keep getting your questions, in. I think we'll probably um wrap it up soon. And obviously, Seb has got to do. Two games in two nights, so we've got to, got to oh. protect Seb's legs a little bit as well, haven't we, Dave?
3: We, uh, we certainly have. just just, just a, And again, we can dwell on this really quickly between us three. Do you, do you see Hurst potentially starting Saturday, or do you think Ledapo will come back in, Seb?
2: He was excellent last night, Hurst, I have to say. He's just looking sharp with every game. He was so strong. Some of his centre-forward play was brilliant, but... I think Ladapo will be the one to start given, you know, he's played really well recently. He's moved his game up since Hurst came into the building. And also Ladapo's got a crazy record against um, Sheffield Wednesday as well from his Rotherham days. He's uh, it, It's one of those teams that he really likes scoring against. So I think it'll be Ladapo. But I think Hurst is now pretty much at the level whereby, you know, if he were to come in, there's no more kind of getting up to sharpness. He looked bang on it last night.
3: It's mm. quite funny with Ladapo because I say I went um, went to Cambridge and in in the in the pub beforehand. You know you see away fans in the pub. Ladapo becoming a bit of a folk hero at Portman Road now. Every <laughs> other song is a Freddie Ladapo song now. This is well, you probably saw that in the away end last night, sir.
2: Yeah, there were loads last night, and I love the way that when he scores, all his teammates are on Instagram with the DJ picture of him and stuff. Yeah, he's becoming a bit of a a bit of a cult hero. Cult, a bit of a cult hero. Bit of a slow start, but he's absolutely firing now. And he's played so well recently. I think he's one of those players, you know, when he comes off the bench, he kind of struggles a little bit to get up to yeah. kind of the pace of the game and the tempo of the game. So I think he'll start. And then if it gets to 70 minutes and he's kind of, you know, run them ragged a bit, then what a player to bring off the bench. Hurst, now he seems to be up to full fitness to, you know, go head to head with them. I, yeah, I think that's going to be a really, really strong part of the of the squad for the next two, three months. Yeah, yeah.
0: Personally, I, I think... Look, like, long-term, Hurst, for me, is the better the better option up there. But Ladapo, I'm probably going to contradict myself now. Ladapo's the man in form. Yeah. He's scoring goals. And he's not just about the goals either, is he? I know Hurst isn't either, but he occupies defenders. He, he makes intelligent runs when he's on it. I think it would be difficult. Maybe if Hurst scored again, maybe if he scored two goals last night, maybe... Give McKenna a little bit more to think about, but
3: or, or dare I say it, maybe even <laughs> and two, and two up front, says, maybe even maybe even two up front. Sorry,
0: <laughs> yeah, come on, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I know, I know. Getting sorry. ahead of yourself there,
2: I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> and Michael Warner says Freddie never looks good coming off the mm, bench. He's a better yeah. starter. So, aside from that Portsmouth game, of course, where he rattled one in, rifled one yeah, in. Ge- yeah, generally. You're spot on. He he looks a lot more comfortable starting, and the same could be said for Marcus Harness as well. Yes, um, yeah. he's not who again one that... was ex-
2: excellent last night as well. You know, snapped into the press and yeah, led from the front. He was excellent Harness last night. One of his one of his best games, I think, in recent months. Certainly since he came back from the injury. Definitely his best performance since then. And
0: Edwards, um, he obviously he, did, he came on for a quick cameo last night, but an impressive second half performance against oh. Cambridge from him. But do you think it's difficult for him to to get in that starting lineup? But and Unless he plays in the position that Broadhead has been occupying. But then you, you'd but, think Harness would come in there.
3: Potentially, but we, we've now seen, you know, Edwards can give you that impact. He, he is a player mm. that can give you that impact off the bench. So, yeah, I don't, again, I, I certainly don't see him starting Saturday. But, yeah, I would, would I certainly hope he's on the bench, that's for sure.
0: Jose says, 10 out of 10 work rate. Hurst, yeah, he's spot on. I, I was really impressed with Hurst, actually, in that, in the time that he was on against Oxford, um, away, I know it was a poor performance, but I thought he led the line really well. Mullet says Ladapo for me hat trick off the bench is difficult, but yeah, sure Ladapo can manage it. Um, right, we're in, we're in ter- we're in the territory now where there's not much left to talk about other than Saturday's game, so we'll keep our powder dry now. Um, I think we'll we'll call it a night here. Thank you very much everyone for the for the questions please do join us again tomorrow night at eight o'clock rich in the host chair and seb i believe you're you're catching up with rich on the predictions aren't you
2: no, oh yes yes mate he's i've got him firmly in my sights he'll, he'll abandon the feature soon i'm surprised no, he's not he will. done it he'll, yet it, to be yeah. honest yeah i yeah. mean i think i've won the last four weeks or the contributor. sorry he's won the last four weeks there was a technicality where joe won and he said it didn't count or something but <laughs> yeah i'm uh, clawing back space the the hunter has become the hunted whatever it was paul lambert said so tune in eight o'clock tomorrow I better go and do some research about sheffield wednesday Actually, i'll do that in a minute and uh tune in eight o'clock tomorrow to find out all about the uh, the big game on saturday
3: He'll ditch that for ex-manager impressions. You know it's coming. You know it's going to
2: come. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> but hang on. I, Michael
0: Warner's done something that I've I've failed to do, and that is come up with another question that doesn't really relate to Saturday's game, so I might as well read it out. Are we ever going to see Edmondson move over to be on his better foot and maybe see Lee as the second centre-half on the left side? I think the Lee bit is unlikely because of Burgess, because Yeah, because he's thought. probably the natural option for that. But... Maybe yeah, Edmondson so. moving over to the right side.
3: That's his more natural. That's his more natural side. And um, again, this this was um, I think this was spoken about Saturday, where um, you know certainly first staff where perhaps uh, the ball to Davis was somewhat lacking because because it wasn't you know he didn't have a natural left footer actually feeding those feeding those balls into him wide. So yeah, I think perhaps there is. That, there is there is a shout for that. There is something in that, yeah.
0: And I think David Bergen was a little bit on the drag, as we say in Suffolk tonight. Is it? He was a little bit late joining, but what an absolute gent. He says hello. He drops Fantastic. that five five euro super sticker. Thank you very much for that. Um, Thank you, mate. Thanks to everyone in the comments. Um, it's been a nice, enjoyable show from our perspective. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it as well. Please drop us a like on YouTube if you've enjoyed it, and. Yeah, I'll I'll go to Seb. I think for the oh, let's go to Dave for the final work as Seb's back tomorrow.
3: Yeah, look, let's hope for great atmosphere. I'm sure it will be at Portman Road Saturday, Sheffield Wednesday are going to come. They're going to be they're going to be loud. They're going to bring what two and a half thousand, or maybe even more, probably. So yeah, looking forward to looking forward to a good game Saturday, but hopefully we come out on the right side of three points. Absolutely, up the town.
1: Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch.
0: The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points.